Have you ever been stuck on how to bring your lessons to life? I discovered KiwiCo monthly subscriptions of hands-on projects that make learning fun. Their core offering is projects that make learning about STEAM, science, technology, engineering, art, and math accessible and are designed to spark creativity, tinkering, and learning. Some recent favorites are the Slime Lab, Physics Carnival, and Paper Circuits. Kiwi Crate was founded by engineer and mom of three, Sandra Olin, and her deep desire to raise kids with the creative confidence needed to become the next generation of problem solvers and critical thinkers. I couldn't agree more with her mission, and I'm excited to offer you a chance to try them for free. To learn more about their projects for kids ages 2 to 16, and to redeem this exclusive offer, visit kiwico.com forward slash homeschool. That's kiwico.com forward slash homeschool to get your first month free today. Just pay $4.95 for shipping. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone, welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with Vintage Homeschool Moms. Today we are going to take a little self-examination. We are going to look at some questions that I've used in the past to help me to identify my stress and ways to live a stress-free life. And I want to thank our sponsor, KiwiCo, the makers of Kiwi Crate. You can get a free kit with a small um, amount for shipping, and you can go to kiwico.com forward slash homeschool, and that's kiwico.com forward slash homeschool. We want to thank our sponsor um, for bringing you all of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network shows uh, for free, and we really thank our sponsor so much for their support. And uh, KiwiCo is actually a repeat uh, customer, and I'm actually a repeat customer of theirs. Um, I've purchased their crates for years, and uh, now I'm uh, blessed to give them as gifts for uh, my nieces and nephews as well as my grandkids. So um, wonderful stuff, and you want to check them out um, because they really have uh, some thinking outside of the box kind of things. And as you guys know, that's a um, big thing for me as well as something you can do to help alleviate stress in the homeschool, right? All right, so I don't have all the answers, but I'm going to share with you some of the things that have worked for me. And I want to challenge you, and that is you can live a life with much less stress. We sometimes put that stress on ourselves, moms and dads, if you're listening, And one of the ways is we put so much pressure on ourselves to succeed, uh, to look like, you know, somebody that we really admire, Um, maybe to aspire to, um, you know, 
put our kids in Ivy League schools. I remember when I first started homeschooling, a mom came up to me and said, well, which school do you want your child to go to? And I said, I don't even know if my children are going to go to college. You know, my kids were little at the time. I hadn't thought that far. And she went on and shared with me, and she had children close to my kids' ages, that it was going to either be, you know, one of the Ivy League schools um, or nothing, because that was the main reason she was homeschooling. And I have to tell you, um, I did not enjoy that field trip, um, because all I could think about was, oh my gosh, you know, that college is not even a consideration, and is this something I should be thinking about and worrying about? And, you know, In different times in my life, um, I have allowed other people, you know, just lovely people that are just sharing their hearts with me maybe, but to put undue stress on myself that I had to be, you know, like mommy ABC and I had to have kids like, you know, X, Y, and Z, or I wasn't, you know, doing my job and doing it well. And so... um, As I was preparing for our fifth birthday, which is coming up, our Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network is five years old, and some of you may not realize that I own the network and started it, um, you know, many years ago, and that is that, um, you know, many times, um, you know, when I'm looking for a theme or something that I want to podcast about, this is one of the things I kept hearing from different people just about being so stressed and under pressure and deadlines and so forth. So I am announcing that we are having stress-free month on the Vintage Homeschool uh, Mom Show. And as I was creating those podcasts, I actually had to come back and create this one because I was saying a lot of the same things on those other podcasts. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to record one podcast about getting stress out of your life. And one of the best ways I know is by, you know, just self-examination. So hopefully this will help you. And as you listen to some of the other shows, um, you know, I've got some really fun ones coming up. I've got some uh, stress-free fall activities that you can do with your kids, um, as well as some um, homeschool tips that are, you know, have really helped me. Like these are my uh, top homeschool tips that I really feel like um, helped to um, alleviate stress, as well as um, many different um, types of uh, podcasts that are coming up. So um, I really wanted to share this one in particular so that you could, you know, look at these questions and ask yourself these questions and see if any of these resonate with you. All right. So what is the first thing I want you to ask. And that is, what are you afraid of? And is this a present or a future issue? A lot of times stress happens when we're fearful of something. Um, And so, you know, you know, we get worried, we get concerned. I found that I was um, really tightening my jaw And I would say to my husband, gosh, my gums just hurt and I don't know why. And then I realized I was, you know, stressing and not so much grinding my teeth, but sucking in my cheeks. I know that sounds really weird. You guys are my friends, so I'm sharing this with you. But 
I just couldn't believe it. You know, I thought, oh my gosh, when I go to the dentist, they're going to wonder, you know, why um, my cheeks are so raw. And that was because I was internalizing, which a lot of times we do, right? We're super capable. We can't let anybody know that, you know, we have any issues going on. And then we internalize it and that's what happens. It manifests itself. And and it can come to pass as a headache or it could be, you know, stomach ache or backache or whatever that is, um, you know, that manifests itself in a physical way as well as it being psychological. We get depressed or we don't really um, you know, want to deal with anything. We get upset with our kids. So the first thing I want you to do is ask, what are you afraid of? Sometimes we focus on the future and that overwhelms us. So take the one thing or more and write these down and see if there is something that you are of fearing or afraid of, or, you know, even if it's something in the past that maybe you need to deal with, write that down. The second is, is this something you can control? So you might be worried about something, right? Um, And you need to look at that and say, you know, what I'm worrying about or what I'm stressing about, is this something I can control? If it is, then how can you make a change? You know, is it something on your to-do list? Is your to-do list way too long? Um, Are there obligations? And this is what happened to me. Um, It wasn't so much my to-do list or what I needed to do for my homeschool. For me, it was my obligations. It was all of these things I had volunteered to do because guess what? You homeschool, so you do nothing all day, right? That's what people tell a lot of homeschool moms. And I'm really happy that there are many of us out here now who are sharing our information. You know, this is vintage stuff here, moms. And I was involved on three different committees, plus church, plus trying to homeschool. And I was getting, you know, freaked out by all of the things that I had to get done. And there wasn't enough time in the day. Plus, I was tired. You know, I had little kids to look after. And homeschooling is, it can be tough. You know, I had some struggling learners at the time. And so, I had to look at those obligations and, um, you know, thankfully with the help of my husband, I learned to say no. And I felt really bad. Seriously, I've had to do this recently. I was doing some networking for my husband and um, I ended up having, you know, some eye issues and I just had to ask him if it was okay if I could, you know, take a break and, you know, just, um, you know, to deal with some other obligations at this point. And he was very supportive. So I want to thank my husband for that, who always is supportive. The third thing is, is this something you can do later or over time? A lot of times we look at things on our list and they're things that we can control. This is what I'm talking about more so than can't control. Because if it's something you cannot control, uh, we're going to be talking about that in a minute. But this would be something you can control. Is there a way that you can push off a time limit? You know, sometimes we think we need to accomplish everything now. I know that when I would have to go to the grocery store, I almost couldn't think of what I needed to do that day with home, my homeschooling because all I could think about was getting to the grocery store. Even though I had a list, even though I kept adding to that list as the day went on, my focus was there. So I ended up having to move my um, day to a weekend you know, where my husband could watch the kids and then I could, you know, free my weekday to just focus on homeschooling. Sometimes taking bite-sized pieces 
um, and working out times, you know, when we can do things will help us to control stress. And for me, that was a big thing because if it popped in my head, I wanted to do it right then. So see if that's you. I mean, you may not be like that, but look at what you have to do and look at it and say, can I give it more time? Many times we are stressed because we feel like there's not enough time in the day. And so we have to look at scheduling. I have some great podcasts on scheduling that you can check out. And we have to look at that and say, you know, what can we do differently? Number four, what can't I control? So many times we stress over things we cannot control. And, um, you know, for example, politics, all that's going on today and, you know, in subsequent weeks and months or, you know, just things that are, um, you know, other people's opinion of us, let's say, Um, you know, stress from uh, well-meaning family members that maybe are concerned about you homeschooling and, you know, really, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt here, moms, but, you know, really care about you and are worried about you and so forth and, you know, think, well, maybe homeschooling isn't for you. You know, what can you control? Sometimes our well-meaning relatives need to be told, you know, thank you so much for your advice, but I, you know, need to take care of this myself. I was bombarded at different times with the number of people in my family, you know, the number of children by some well-meaning relatives. And I asked them, you know, they had less children than I did, but I asked, what child would you want to give back? And that's a good question to ask someone who asks you, you know, especially if they have children of their own, um, you know, would, even if it's one child, would you give that child back? I mean, why is it that sometimes the most um, personal questions are asked of us and we stress? So these are things we can't control. We can't control what people are going to say to us. All we can do is pray, pray for things happening, you know, in our world and let, and give it to God and let God handle it. The fifth is ask yourself this very, very real question. And this is something my husband would ask me and I have to share. I would be really irritated with him when he did because he, this is a truth. But the question is, will worry help? What have you worried about that was changed due to the fact that you worried? Now, I'm not talking about being concerned and dealing with an issue. Okay, I'm talking about the worry that we pile on ourselves. I remember a friend sharing that her daughter would be worried that the house could burn down. Very smart child, you know, they had studied about electricity in school, and then she was all concerned that, you know, there's electrical hazards and things that could burn the house down. Very, very um, interesting concern from a bright child, right? Not to discount that, Worrying about that, you know, take some preventative measures. You know, as I share this with you, I'm looking around and, you know, I have some things that I probably should unplug when I go downstairs from, you know, um, from recording this. But what does worry in and of itself without action do? It does nothing. Worry in and of itself is not going to change the outcome. And that, again, you know, as a Christian, I just give it to prayer. Easier said than done, I know, um, but that's what we need to do. 
And then if you are worried and you can't get past that, the next question, what can you do to alleviate the worry? For example, preventative measures when I was sharing about the little girl. If you're worried and it's overwhelming, do you have a go-to list that you can work through? Um, For example, if I get really stressed, I like to use lavender oil or bergamot. And that's B-E-R-G-A-M-O-T. I absolutely love that oil. And many times um, I put that on at night before I go to sleep and it just helps relax me. It has a nice little um, citrusy smell. Uh, Taking a walk helps. There are so many different things you can do to alleviate worry. Talking to a friend. You know, Meredith Curtis hosts um, a show with me once a month on Vintage Homeschool Moms. And I remember um, times when I would text her and say, I need to talk to you about this. And she'd say, okay, um, I can talk to you in about a half an hour. I need to go take a walk and pray. (laughs) She would do that before we even spoke on the phone because that was her stress release. And she knew it. Because instead of worrying about what she should say, she was taking a walk and praying to the Lord and saying, please help me, you know, when I, when I talk to Felice about this. Number seven, is there anything you can remove from your to-do list, even if it's just for a season? Uh, so like I shared with the networking that I did for my husband, it doesn't mean I will quit completely and never go back. It just means for this season, I'm taking a break. So um, that happened to me when I homeschooled. I resigned from a group that put on plays for homeschoolers. I absolutely loved it. We, I rewrote plays. You know, plays have about 10, maybe 15 spots for kids, you know, like, and then they would have a course and so forth. Well, I needed to add in, at that point, we had like 100 homeschoolers. So I had needed to add in a bunch of speaking roles, and I did, and my kids loved it, and we did this. Um, you know, for at least a year that I remember. and But it was taking up all of my free time. Instead of having any time to play or um, prepare with my kids, you know, because my kids would want to play games with me or do some other things, I had to say, you guys go ahead because I have to write this out. And I realized I was stressing and I couldn't get homeschool work done. After I resigned, I had such peace Did I feel like I was letting people down? Yes. Did the homeschooling place continue without me? No. And I'm sad that they didn't. But parents, we cannot put our health and our families on the back burner while we please everyone else. And number eight, is there anyone who can help you? Now, when I started homeschooling, my parents um, had just retired and they were offering all the time, but I hated to impose because they had just gotten, you know, away from day to day. We owned a restaurant in Winter Haven and they worked super, super hard and long hours. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to let them enjoy themselves. And then my other aunt and uncle were moving down and going to buy a house. And I just wanted them to enjoy themselves. But it would have been so helpful to me to take that help. And it's not anything that is detrimental on you. If you don't have any money to hire babysitters, most of us don't. Most of us don't want to hire babysitters. Guess what? You've got friends. If you don't have friends, join a local homeschool group. Find out who is like-minded and trade with a friend. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to leave the house. Um, You know, I'm very careful with who I left my kids with, but it does mean that you can have a little bit of a break to plan some things. 
If you have children um, that are a little bit older, you could, they can work on a rotation basis to help you. Again, I caution you um, because as a kid, I was relied on a lot and I didn't ever think anything of it. And I think that was one thing that as an adult, I decided I was going to do as much as I possibly could without asking my kids. It's up to you, moms and dads. You figure it out and you figure out you know, how it can work for you. I did ask my kids to help. And my two oldest kids were phenomenal with my three youngest. And even when my daughter got married, a lot of times my little ones would spend the night at her house and they absolutely loved it. So not to say discount it completely, but just, you know, word of caution there. And then number nine, is there anything you can um, take off your to-do list, period? One year... I decided I was not going to send out any Christmas cards outside of my family, and I felt so guilty. I had people on my list that came to our wedding when we got married now 39 years ago. You know, can you imagine? And I was still sending out cards. Other than family, I just do not send out cards anymore. I love my friends. A lot of them love to send out cards, and I receive them gratefully. But I, I went on social media and I said to my friends, I love you guys. You know, I want to wish you a blessed Christmas and a very blessed new year. But for my own sanity, I just cannot do it anymore. I mean, we were taking family pictures. We were making specific cards because the aunts and uncles wanted to see what the kids look like. I don't even do that anymore. In fact, my pictures that are up in my family room of the family are dated and need to be updated this year. And hopefully at Thanksgiving time, um, when my two youngest are home from college, we'll be able to take a family picture again. But it will be, you know, for us and maybe um, a couple of close relatives. But otherwise, no, I'm, I'm just not going to do that anymore. Another one of my friends, Carol Topp, uh, she has the um, a show on this network and she's the homeschool CPA, and, and she does a lot of um, work for nonprofits, and, and she has an awesome show. Um, she decided she wasn't going to bake. Now, I love to bake. It's my stress release. So, you know, give up what's not, you know, what, what is stressful for you and keep what's not. Um, you know, enjoy yourself in that regard. So the last is what activities cause me stress and how can I completely eliminate them? So again, um, look at those things and see if there's any one thing, you know, whether it's on a to-do list or um, something that, you know, like I, we, I talked about the to-do list for a season. I talked about the to-do list with the one thing that's stressing you. But now I want to talk about activities. What activities cause you stress? Sometimes those activities can be good for us, like exercise or a healthy diet or, um, you know, whatever that is. You know, an activity could actually be, you know, taking the kids to and from sports. You know, for me, um, I would get stressful sitting and watching my kids play ball. And while I could not eliminate that, I learned to be a prayer warrior, 
So while I was at the games, I was praying, and my and my friends would say to me, "Gosh, you know, you know, your son's up there pitching, or your daughter's at bat, and you're not even worried." And I said, of course I am, but I'm praying. And I guess I had this aura of peace because I was praying. So while I couldn't eliminate going to the games, nor would I want to, I was blessed because the Lord gave me peace about that. But there are some activities, you know, whether they're good or bad, that you um, could look at and maybe eliminate. The only way to have a stress-free life is to rely totally on the Lord for everything. And as a Christian, of course, I'm going to say that. And my mother used to say... How will you feel about blank, whatever that is, in two years, in three years, in five years? And if I would think about that, it wasn't as important when I thought long-term. And that was telling. Typically, it was about something not important that my mother knew it wasn't going to be important in the long haul, and she knew how to put things in perspective. And in addition, I'd like you to ask yourself if, if it's something you control, can control or take off your list, you know, what are the pros and cons? Look at that and write that down. And if you think you still need to do whatever that is after you've gone through these 10 questions, then keep doing it and look for ways to get the stress out like I did with uh, the example I gave you about my kids and sports. So you know, pray, I praise God, and I hope this podcast was helpful to you. You know, I didn't focus so much on ways to overcome stress because I have several podcasts that are coming up, which I'm excited about for our fifth birthday celebration. And I'm going to put the links in this show notes as well as a link for this podcast in the other show notes. And you know, as a Christian, I know that only the Lord um, can alleviate stress in our lives. I recently wrote a book about some of the choices I made in my life entitled One More Child. And um, and it, it was really the choice to have more kids. And I hope to release the book sometime in October of 2018. So maybe look for that um, upcoming. But in writing this book, one of the hardest things I've ever done, and I have to say, also turned out to be one of the best things. And that's why I'm going to give you another challenge. Write your biography. In doing that, friends, I found out all of the ways that the Lord was alongside me. You know, there's that footprints prayer where, you know, we're under such duress and then all of a sudden, you know, there's no more prints. Um, it's a beautiful poem. You know, look look it up. And in those times when we couldn't continue on, the Lord carried us. So there was only, you know... Um, his set of prints or no prints. I don't remember exactly how the poem went. But that's how I felt in my life. And I know that all the work we do at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, never mind just my podcast. And, you know, this is podcast 299. I don't know if I mentioned that. You can get the show notes at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. But all of the work that has gone into five years of, at the beginning, I was doing a lot of techie stuff and promoting and working with podcasters. And now I'm more in the managerial. I still work with podcasters. I still brainstorm. I'm still looking for more podcasters that have awesome you know, things to share with you. We just added two new ones I'm really excited about. We added a technology podcast and we added um, a podcast uh, that is a life schooler one about... Um, you know, um, a lot of interviews with homeschool veterans, which I'm excited about um, having you meet both of these ladies, Danielle and Meryl. But all of that work has been the biggest blessing to me. 
And now as I really focus in on a time when I actually have more time to do this, I'm excited about what this network will bring as well as the podcasters will add to this network. And it really is a labor of love. So my friends, take care. God bless. You can find the show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, episode 299. Bye-bye. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.